We want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's a destination specialist with touring plans and can help you plan an amazing vacation. Whether it's Disney, Universal, a cruise, or an all-inclusive, she can help you with booking, planning, and strategizing to help you have an incredible experience at a great rate. Contact her today at michelle at touringplans.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug talking all things Disney and Doug. Welcome back. Little yes. spring break, you and two of the kids. Look like I got some color. I, I feel like I got some sun. You look tired. What? Yeah. Well, that's that's a full day of work. I had to rope drop work today. Oh, that's, that's always the worst thing you have to do it after is. a vacation. You're supposed to take a day off when you come back. Well, didn't work out. Okay, I'm doing that. So next week uh, is my trip report. So this is our back-to-back trip report shows, Doug. Yes, our spring break. How spring how we weren't able to plan this on the same week kind of bums me out. We did last year, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. this year we're missing. We're actually recording yep. this crazy early. Uh, Doug literally flew back, worked, and I'm flying out. So when you get this episode, I will be in Walt Disney World, which means you need to go into Rope Drop Radio and all the things and follow along. You'll see pictures from Doug's uh, trip and mine as well. But one thing, Doug, we have a couple of Patreons that are going to be there the week that I'm there that I'm looking forward yeah. to meeting. But we also have two new Patreons that have joined the Rope Drop Radio community. So welcome, Joseph Thompto and Pamela J. Stanford. Hopefully I said those right. And uh, welcome. Get all the bonus content. Doug had a bunch of things while he was there. I'll have some stuff while I am there. And we also have swag goodies. And guess what? If I see you in the park, you might get something from me, Doug. Yeah, I uh, recorded a couple little things on site to post on Patreon, so that was exciting. While I walked from Epcot to Beach uh, Club, so you see exactly how long it takes to get from one to the other if you listen to that show. I know what I'm going to listen to on the airplane then to put me to sleep. Yeah, okay. It's not that long. I don't think it would work. You don't sleep on airplanes. That's true. I never sleep on airplanes. All right. Apple Podcast Reviews. Thank you to everyone who has left an Apple Podcast Review. We appreciate those five stars. Keep them coming. And this one is Great Disney Podcast! Exclamation mark. By Mitzi Ham. Mitzi Ham. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. This Disney podcast is great for the whole family. Whenever we are going to be in the car for a while, my 10-year-old will ask if Doug and Derek have any new episodes. These guys are hilarious and very knowledgeable. Thanks, guys. I don't know. We both, our, My 10-year-old and your former 10-year-olds probably do not think we're funny and hilarious, Doug. Oh, that's part of the trip report. Today, oh, Derek. I cannot wait. All right. Well, Doug, let's do this. You just got back from Walt Disney World, but you were not alone. You had only not. two of your three kids because you're getting to that awkward age where kids don't travel now with you. Well, they have high school sports that they cannot miss practice for. Yeah, I remember those days. And also, you were not alone. Uh, your wife, the rope drop queen herself, joined you. So, of course, we have to have her on the show. So, welcome back, Michelle. How you doing? Good. I survived a really crazy eight days of travel so. yes and uh we'll be talking on patreon about her first half of the trip in branson missouri branson Lots missouri. of excitement disney that's, and branson those are two am- that's a combo great things it's gonna be a great patreon show i was home for about uh, seven to eight hours before i left again <laughs> so not my best moment of planning these trips but hey i wanted to get down to disney 
So what can you do? There you go. Everyone does. Everyone wants to get down there. So uh, let's talk about your trip a little bit, Doug. You started off the trip without Michelle taking uh, two of your kids. How does it travel without the Rope Drop Queen with you? Well, we're, our flight was two hours late. Yeah, I saw that. That was that. So is that McNight luck? Yeah, no, no that's Frontier. That's just Frontier. Evening flight on Frontier. I was. I don't know why I was surprised. Um, it's par for the course. So we got in at about midnight. Got to the beach club to our room at about one a.m. This was also the day that we sprung forward. So as the kids pointed out in the car, we really only had a twenty-two hour day because we traveled from the central time zone to the eastern time zone and we sprung forward and then we set an alarm clock for uh, like 5:50 a.m. to get up to rope drop hollywood studios and really the flight and everything wasn't too bad with the kids they're pretty self-sufficient i kind of looked behind me a few times and they were behind me um they carry their own bag on Alden throws his own up above Claire. Like, I think Alden even put Claire's up above. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty easy going. They, they made fun of me filming the outside of the rental car as you do anyway, like as particular. The irony is I still do it, but I still make fun of you because your, your videography skills are not the best. I'm just getting, I'm just getting scratches and dents. That's all I'm looking for. Um, we actually switched cars. We were about to take one and then all was like, there's so many, I, it was all in that point. Oh, wow. just too many scratches on like where the tailgate is, where you put the bags in and out. So he thought we should switch. So we went from a blue car to a red car. Um, so for any of our first time listeners or how old are Alden and Claire? Uh, 14 and 12, Alden's 14, eighth grader and sixth grader. Oh. Yeah. Fun ages. And they harassed me pretty much the whole time. Um, I mean, so I next do the morning, same thing, so. Yeah, but it just cuts deeper. Yeah. When, when your own, you know, yeah. flesh and blood do it, I get it. Um, so that next morning going to the parks without Michelle, um, we got out the door fine. We got to rope drop. They rope dropped rockin' just like they wanted to. I think they were on the second train. So pretty successful. However, the app glitched right at 7 a.m. and kicked both Alden and I out. And so it, I got rockin', or not rockin', um, Rise of the Resistance for like 7.30 at night. And yeah, that that's, was not that's the, late. the goal. And... Alden got like Slinky Dog. Didn't you go on Slinky Dog, Michelle? You mm-hmm. were there. Yeah, she was there in time to use our lightning lanes. It was like two thirty or something like that. Was not the plan. Um, so that was fun. I don't make lightning lanes for our family. Michelle and Alden do it. So yeah. So I question the glitching because yeah, hey, I, that's why it I, was air quotes glitching. The glitching was confirmed by Lauren Shields, also of Touring Plants Travel. She had the same issue. Yeah, if I didn't if I didn't like Lauren, I would say she doesn't question know what she's doing either, but she knows what she's doing. I remember my first time using a cell phone, Doug, and an app. That's <laughs> I what I was going to say when open. you text me. I had to flip it open first. Um, yeah, so it was a rough start technology-wise. Also, we found out first time I've ever placed a mobile order for food. What? No, that's not true. I don't it believe is. that. It is. When have I... You've placed them before. You okay. always do it. You take care of me. Oh, I did some when we were there, Derek. I had to buy my own food, didn't I? Yes, I didn't buy your yeah. food every time. <laughs> so I've done That's it before. Crazy. I'm not that helpless. But first time. So going to the parks, the kids 
they did several rides on their own. I actually went and chatted with Lauren, mostly complained about the app glitching at a certain time. Um, and then we were hungry really early because, you know, jet lag? I don't know. So then we ate lunch and went back to the hotel and met Michelle. She was already there at, like, noon. Yep, no travel problems for Michelle. Nope, not this trip. Yeah. Nope, everything was right on schedule. So there, Parks Without Michelle, not very... I, we didn't do much. No, you didn't. Um, I took Mirrors Connect from I Orlando. saw that. How was that compared to the old days? Well, I don't think I got the full experience because um, when I got there, there was only one other... There was a couple other people waiting, but they got ushered right onto a bus. And then I continued waiting for not even five minutes, I think, with another couple that were going to uh, Swan and Dolphin, I believe. Um, and so we were just standing there and... One guy did some whispering to another guy, and then pretty soon that we were ushered out the door and put into a, a van, like a, a large van, a Mears van. Um, so that should be kind of like with the direct. So there's an express direct type of service with Mears that you won't stop at other hotels. Um, and I believe, you know, that's basically the vehicle they put us in just to get us going since there was no one else. I mean, it would have taken hours to fill up a bus. To go anywhere near this. Which is odd considering how busy the airport was. Yeah, it was a ghost town down there. And I mean, I just don't think Mears is doing any kind of marketing. I've seen almost next to nothing with promoting Mears Connect. Yeah, I I mean, it's kind of a pain to book. So I'm not a big fan of booking it. Um, But it's easy. It's basically Magical Express. So... Yeah. Except with a QR code. Yeah. So they send you a QR code 23 hours before your arrival time at MCO. And then you also get a text message if your travel agent puts in your phone number. Um, If. Which we do. Okay. Um, It's just, it's such a better, it's a better system than Disney overall because this QR code literally solves all your problems. They don't have to look up your last name. They don't have to. You don't have to rifle through your bag for a magic band or a piece of paper that you didn't realize you needed to bring. And then you also get a QR code. I didn't take it back to MCO, but you also get a QR code the day before that. So they don't have to, you know, deliver documents to your room or anything like that. You literally have it all on your phone. There's no papers you have to print out. Think of the man hours Disney spent putting little hanging things on your doorknob in the middle of the night for Magical Express return times. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, that's a lot of time somebody spent walking around hotels you put, doing that. You put Rope Drop Radio in on the podcast, you just walk around. I could have do that, done that job easy. It's true. Except, wait, no, I there. fall asleep. I'm not a night that's person. True. I take the 4 a.m. No. shift. There you go. Yeah, so the the service, just in case anybody's curious, as of today, um, you know, mid-March, um, it is $32 round trip for an adult, um, and then for kids 3 to 9 it is um, uh, $27 round trip. And then oh, it's actually just... not that bad. It's really not. It, if you have a family of five or six, though, it really kind of adds up fast, though. So you're almost okay to do a car service if you can find one. Um, Book those well in advance. Those need to be booked in, well in advance right now. Let me tell you. Yeah, not the day before. Nope. No. No, <laughs> nope. Derek did not do that today. Not at nope. all. All right. You, okay. You'll find out next week how I get from the airport to my resort because I don't know how that's going to go at the moment. 
Oh, Derek. Let's talk about lightning lanes. Let's talk. Yes, yes. How were lightning lanes in the times and the busyness with you, Doug? We we bought Genie Plus all three days. Um, We rope dropped Hollywood Studios twice, Magic Kingdom once. Um, We bought um, individual lightning lane attractions for Rise of the Resistance one day. And we bought Flight of Passage the second day, correct? Or the third day? Second day. Second day. After Magic Kingdom. We did, and we bought Mind Train. Yep. So we bought three of the four individual Lightning Lane attractions. We did not buy Remy because we basically voted nobody cared. Yeah. Is that how, I mean, yeah. nothing out of the four We weren't sure that we were going to get to Epcot because it was going to be rainy. The, it was forecasted to rain for two days straight, like Noah Ark style rain. Not just thunderstorms. It, it never had. We never actually even put on a poncho. Welcome to Florida. Like, way to go, Weather Channel. It was it was fantastic. But we're very thankful we did not get rained on. But it's kind of funny how we kind of anti-planned because of it. Um, but we did. We definitely saved time. And so the break-even on if you think if Genie Plus is worth it or not. One, if is is worth less time with your whiny kids in line, then it's definitely worth it no matter what. But if you can save an hour, it's worth the price because you look at the price of a ticket to get in. You break it down. What does Disney cost per hour? You need to save an hour with it. We saved an hour with it, I think, on almost every lightning lane we used. We saved an hour easy at Soren. We saved an hour easy at Toy Story Mania when we used it. We saved an hour at Jungle, Jungle Cruise. The lines were lengthy on the the bigger ticket items. So crowds are back. Yeah, and so it was very easy to save time with Lightning Lanes um, and make it worth it. Now, did we book a Lightning Lane for Figment because we could? Yes. Did we walk past one family? Yes. Um, what else did we use it on? We did some others. I just don't remember. We did Toy Story. I mentioned that. Did you do Slinky Dog? Yeah, we had a sl- Slinky Dog was worth it alone. Oh, yeah. Oh, we did a Smuggler's Run um, on the day, our second rope drop day. That was the lightning lane we booked. That saved 80 minutes. That we did, too, because it was supposed to rain, and I didn't want to try Slinky Dog in the pouring rain. Right, and have Slinky Dog get or be running in the rain. That's not fun, either. So, I mean, almost everyone we booked, it saved us. Oh, so we did not do a safari. We'll talk about that later. But, yeah, Lightning Lane, Genie Plus, very valuable this trip. And even if you want to do the littler attractions, mm-hmm. not necessarily little, but, like, you know, usually have shorter waits. Like they, Dumbo, Barnstormer. They still had 45 to 60 minute yes. waits. And so you could technically do the strategy of book the next thing that you can get, kind of, almost. And so still if, come out ahead. If you didn't have, like, a big thing you really wanted to do, you could do, you know, you could book um, Dumbo. Then you could book Winnie the Pooh. Like, you could Buzz. book. Yeah, just just the smaller things to get more done. But yeah. but you're standing in line for the, the bigger attraction. We were going for the big tickets. Um, the other strategy, especially the Magic Kingdom, is just what can I do now? Because there are things that you could literally oh, go use it for Mickey. Yeah, we did use it at Mickey. Um, that's so let's talk about that. There's characters, on yay! Mickey, 
which is much needed because it adds to the availability of lightning lanes. Yeah, it definitely helps. Eats up so, some of the lines. and Right. Yeah. So at Magic Kingdom, you have Princesses and Mickey for lightning lanes, I believe. And um, Hollywood Studios, we used it to meet Olaf. Um, they have it for Mickey and Minnie. We did not use it there. Hollywood Studios is still hard. You can still only get a couple. However, your couple are so valuable that yeah. you're really glad you have it. Um, there weren't lightning lanes for Mickey at Epcot because I still think nobody knows where he's at. He's next in imagination and the entrance to the Pixar movie thing. Film festival. Film festival. There's no signage. He's just hiding in a corner. Best Mickey me ever because no one knows he's there. Um for some reason, characters aren't really back at Animal Kingdom. I don't understand. They're why. still on the boats going around. They're on they the like boats. the way they like it now. They've retired. They're living the cruise life. They really need to add Mickey and Minnie back, and then I feel like we're doing pretty good on the character front. Uh, they still have quite a few characters out and about, like in the parks. Like we saw the stepsisters just outside that you could wave at. Um, there's still characters outside at Epcot. So they're still doing that thing. Like cavalcades are still happening. It's interesting. Also shows on lightning lanes with the crowds we saw like valuable. If there's one for a show as well, normally we don't say that, but in big crowds, a lightning lane for a show can be useful too. All right. Well, I look forward to trying these strategies out when I go there here. Uh, when the show is out. So let's talk about rope dropping, Doug, because that is what the show is all about. You're there for three days. What are your rope drops? So we did Hollywood Studios, Magic Kingdom, and Hollywood Studios. Um, out of those three days, uh, just even though we weren't at Hollywood Studios all three days, one day Rise was open at the actual park opening. What? So it didn't open, no did not way. open for the extra half hour. Right for on property guests, so everybody went there, stood. It opened for like forty five minutes, and then it went down. Yeah. So unless you were on the rope super early, and then you still stood there for an hour, and you might have got to ride it before it shut down again. So reminder: don't rope drop Rise of the Resistance because it will lead to disappointment. And I think Yoda comes in here like, you know, anger leads to hate, fear if leads to... If you get a lightning lane, don't rope drop it. If you can get one. If you can get one. But if you can't get one, you still need to rope drop it or you're not getting on it that day. You just get in line later when it's two to three hours long. You decide when you're getting in line. Use your morning to do other attractions. If you rope drop it by the time you're done, the day is gone. But you're going to wait forever. The math says do it later. The math, no, because it's going to break down throughout the day, too. Yeah, yeah it's just The math says shoot. this is just a mess of an attraction, and the fact that it's been open this long and still not running at 100% operational at Rope Drop is mind-boggling, especially because we had a pandemic and the whole park was shut down. They could have fixed everything. And it was in B-mode when we wrote it, too. It was in B-mode, yeah, the last few times I've ridden it. So, I mean, it's a mess. There's no right answer, but... The right answer, as I've told people, is if you can, this is the one must spend money on. Yeah. If you're staying on property. If you're on property. property, If you're off property, you have no chance at all. Um, So the other thing about Hollywood Studios, 
right now is they're doing some maintenance at Tower of Terror, which if you look at that building, it needs some maintenance. I mean, good Lord, there's cobwebs everywhere. But um, they're only running half of it. They have been for quite a while. So the wait gets up to like an hour within seconds and two hours within an hour. It, it was two hours. I don't know. Did that make any sense? No. Why are no. you? I like how it made it made sense in my head when I said it. Anyway, it's bad. Tower Terror line is bad. So if you have to do it, rope drop that. If you're staying on property, that should be your first go-to thing. We did Rock and Roller Coaster, then got in line immediately falling at Rock and Roller Coaster on and off super quick, turning the people through. So we got in line for Tower of Terror both days that we rope dropped at about like 8.35, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or just five minutes after that early entry period. And we waited about 45 minutes in line before we rode, um, which is pretty crazy considering we got in the line five minutes after the park opened to on site guests. Um, so if you really want to do Tower of Terror, it is your first stop, get in line. And the, the cool thing is, like, they let you in the park and in line about 15 to 20 minutes before that park opening. Um, they scan your magic band outside of the tap styles to make sure you're staying on property. Um, the second day, we, we did that same rope drop again because we picked up a stray. Uh, we had Luke Shields riding with us because he uh, was there with his mom and sisters who are not tall enough for rock and roller coasters. So... He came and rode with Michelle and Alden and Claire while uh, we were there. So that's why we did the same rope drop twice. Um, and I didn't do the first rope drop. And you drop. didn't. And she loves rock and roller coaster, folks. There's no doubt about that. So um, so that was kind of our Hollywood Studios rope drops. Uh, Tower was long, all day long, too. There's no letting up. Um, Magic Kingdom rope drop. We did. We like to do Space Mountain. We were early people. We, we were early to Magic Kingdom. We were. We were. We were at the tap styles by seven forty-five, and, and they were already letting people in. Yeah, and it's an eight thirty, extra early morning early entry. Early entry. I like extra adjectives on it though. Magical early morning entry time. Nope, early entry folks. Magical mystical enchanted time. Anyway. So we were through, we were through, we had tapped in and everything before eight o'clock. Usually they'll let you in right around eight. Yeah. So when we got to the bridge, it was like, there's already like, I Mob. Know, 100 people. I we were not on the rope and we were super we early. We were headed to Tomorrowland. I can't imagine what. Mine train was like. Yeah, it had to be bananas. We had a lightning lane for it. Um, so we rope dropped. They went to Space Mountain. I went to Buzz. So normally they wait right until that second to open the park for the early entry. Yep. Magical park time. Um, and then they actually let us go three minutes early. So it was like 827 when they let us in. I'm headed over towards Buzz. There's like five people in front of me because it's Buzz. And they're standing out front saying Buzz is not open yet. And the guy actually suggested we go to Carousel of Progress. Oh. It's a good use of a rope drop. Right. So I was thinking, I don't know what I'm going to do. They're going to be doing Space Mountain for a while. I hadn't looked at my watch yet. So I walk over towards 
Carousel of Progress, and there's like two older cast members sitting in chairs up by the the controls there, and they see me and like a couple other people strolling that way, and they're like, oh no, I have to stand up. Because the chains were still up, and I get over there, and they come down like, "Yeah, this doesn't open till nine. Go, go do something else. You should do buzz or I'm like." And I go, "Well, the guys out front of buzz actually told us to come do this." Well, they're wrong. We don't open till nine. So I look at my watch, and I notice, oh, it's not eight thirty yet. So I go over, stand out in front of buzz. They're telling everybody, not open, it's down. Don't know when it's going to open. Don't know when it's going to open. They say that for a good minute and a half while I'm standing there. My watch hits 8.30. I have the second hand out. The dude pulls the chain nonchalant and just walks into the attraction. Doesn't say, it's amazing. Love it. on the dot. And so I, and some lady ran in front of me. So I was the second one in there. But I was like. You should have rode with her. No, she was horrible. Um, just like didn't say anything. You have all these families like looking at their park maps. What was you do now? And before I realized what was happening, I was like, you should go do Tomorrowland Speedway or Astro Orbiter. They both were running. That'd be the best use of your time. And then, you know, come back to Buzz. I was like, the dude just waited until exactly... 8.30 to open the chain. But to tell people it was down, come on, Disney, don't be shady. Yeah, that's weird. Just, just be like, it's not, It's going to open at 8.30. Make a fake line. Or let us in the queue. What would it have hurt? Yeah. Just have us stand there. Um, so it was real bizarre. And then to tell us to go do Carousel of Progress, it's like the dude had too much coffee and was just like, I want to mess with park guests today. Yeah. That's the know? only thing I can say. Side note, Galactic Hero. Yes, I almost got it on both guns. I got to 700-some thousand on the second gun. Getting I am there. not as good with the left hand. I will not lie. It's The left hand's tricky. Um, so I almost double Galactic Heroed. I need to... That's still on the old checklist. Yes, there you go. Um, meanwhile, meanwhile Space Mountain. Space Mountain. Oh, my goodness. It's one of the least favorite rope drop experiences. So, like, because you're so wide as a group and then you have to narrow down into these little tiny ropes it's like a funnel and i just i hate i hate like getting in front of people and i and my kids hate it worse so oh, claire and alden are horrible so sam let, will like, cut you off to for any ride or attraction claire and alden will let 100 people in front of them probably let like 50 people in front of us but anyway they did let us in the queue before the part before that opened for early entry hour opened and then they were running both sides so bonus so wow. we were off that. The opposite of Buzz. We were off that within 15 minutes, I would say. I still managed minutes. to go on Buzz and then People Mover before you got off. But I didn't have to wait long for you. No. But then as we walked out of Tomorrowland, the line was all the way back to the Tomorrowland. Yes. I posted Mountain. a picture from People Mover. And it was like that all week. I and, saw people post And pictures. that was before off-property people got in line. Yeah. It was to the Tomorrowland Bridge. No joke. And it was there for a long time. Yeah. So if you're not, if you're staying off property, the best was watching off property people get in that line. If you're staying off property, the best thing we can tell you to do is you rope drop Jungle Cruise or Thunder. You don't go to Space Mountain because the line was shorter later in the day than that. You can get a you can um, get a lightning lane for lightning it with Genie. Yeah. And, it, and rope drop Jungle Cruise instead. Yeah. That would actually be a great strategy. Yeah. But because you're let in the park at the same time as resort guests, they don't check any of that until you get to 
the Fantasyland Tomorrowland yeah. area. Yeah, they check the you to get in the line or yeah, the rope. So you could area. stand at the rope by Jungle Cruise for quite some time. For an hour if you want to. Yeah. Hour and a half. Yeah. You can be right on that rope. And then... How was the Starbucks line? Did we see that one? Um, Down Main Street? Confectionery? When we walked past, there was no one. Oh. And we never went back and looked. Oh, never mind. I have the to. line... When, That's when you know the park is busy. That's when, the not line I judge by. When we came back to go to Mickey, it was during a parade, which we watched some of. We'll talk about parades soon. Um, and then... The Starbucks line also is out the door and along the – so you have the parade over here and the Starbucks line leaves a very narrow path to walk down. Yep. Anyway, that's – the Starbucks line was huge at that point. It was all the way back to Center Street. All right. So there you go. That's rope drops, I think. And after after Space, you went to Thunder. How long did you wait at Thunder? About half hour each 20, day? 25 minutes. It said it was going to be 45. You waited 25? I told you right on the dot. It was going to be 25 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And we were all the way back to the bridge by Frontierland. So at the very back of that bridge. And it moves pretty quick at that time of the day. But then when we got off, it wrapped around by Pico's Bills. All yeah, I saw that picture. Mountain. Oh, yeah. When I walked over to get to there, because I came later, yeah. um, I had to go through the line twice. like <laughs> People were not wanting me to cut through. I'm like, I'm just going to take a picture. I took a video because I'm a very good videographer. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. And we also did Haunted Mansion that morning. That was about... Wait, lunch. 40 minutes for Haunted Mansion? Yeah. So we're talking good-sized weights. Um, lunch at Pico Spills, right? Yes. And have the like old that? nachos chicken nachos they were good anyway there's our rope drop experience derek all right sounds good well uh following your notes you say uh check what time the safari stops yeah so when we went to animal kingdom we went in the evening we used our flight of passage fast pass or well sorry individual lightning lane attraction um and then we ate at satuli's correct right after that and then we were going to just go get on the safari. We got there five minutes before it closed. It, the app doesn't tell you what time it's going to close. There's just a sign out front. I'm sure there's a sign somewhere else in the park, like right when you come in. But so we we walked right on. Like the truck was sitting there empty and we walked right on, waited a little bit for it to fill up actually. But there was only one truck after us or two trucks after us. We were right at the end. Which our truck driver was done for the night. It was the fastest safari we have ever been on. I think we still have like Bruce tailbones from bouncing up and down in the seats. She didn't even like, she's like, there's a hippo. That is I'm, totally what I'd be. Last of the night, absolutely. Is, Hitting those she knew turns. She was done. That was it. The drafts are already checked out. They're you know they're yeah, the drafts time are cards they're, are punched and they're all standing by the gate. I think they and plus with the time change, who knows how many hours the drafts have been standing there, right? Yep. So uh it was I, I didn't end of the night safari one time and it cracked me up. It's not something I'll want to do again, but yeah, they're all just it, it just looks like the animals the, are just done. They're for all the day, like yeah. I know I have to head here. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Come feed me. Right? 
Uh, we did, though, the good thing about the later safari is the lions are usually out. Um, early in the morning, midday, you, the lions are more questionable. The last safaris of the night, the lions are better. Um, that's about the extent of it. It was good, though, once she caught up to the next truck and had to slow down. And then veered around the truck, <laughs> took was... on the inside Daytona 500 style. I, I don't, ride or I die. Of... Vin Diesel's in there driving Fast and the Furious 10. Oh, my goodness, if they don't team up with Disney on that movie, that is okay. It's Disney, so you can take that one for free. I don't know if they want it. But, like, we didn't see another truck till we got to the, the Serengeti area like the big plane and like the other truck was way ahead of us we caught that truck before we were off that section it was like just we're going the when we didn't stop it for the very the opaki at all or okapi how do you say it i always get yelled at okapi okapi when we didn't stop she just went and then michelle yelled at me for not getting a good enough picture I don't. Happens. I can't help it. it and she didn't slow down. It wouldn't help me, but you, you yeah. were bad at photos. So anyway, um, yeah. let's keep going. Uh, the one thing you mentioned earlier is parades are back. Uh, I heard they're not up to a hundred percent. Doug, where are they at when it comes to how full these parades are uh, and how they look? So they look to the average guest. They're going to look full. You're not going to notice. What you're missing is some of the the dancers that are walking on the ground between the floats so instead of like 10 people dressed up as coral reefs around um ariel's float you had four or three um instead of all the lost boys you had three or four right that's what it's missing right now which to be honest are we missing it i am okay derek is did you miss it well so here's the other side of it they're running it twice a day right now which is crazy they're running it at noon and they're running it at three. Yeah, the three is... o'clock parade better run at three. <laughs> so well. if you're going to have half, like, first of all, bringing back the parade and then to talk about we can't open a restaurant because we don't have the staff or we can't have character meets because we don't have the staff, but we're going to run a parade is crazy because the parade is a ton of people. Like, it's a ton of people in a parade. Even with a ton of people watching the parade. Oh my gosh, it eats up people. If you really want a good spot, you got to line up an hour early. You can get a Genie Plus for that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know if it's it's worth it or not. The Hub is the one that they're doing right now. They have a couple other options that are going to be apparently coming out, but I haven't seen them open ever. But we got lucky. We were on our way to meet Mickey, and we got down towards um you know town square and there was some spots where it really thinned out and we were able to just be the second row rather than like the fifth row of people we actually found short individuals that we could see around and um, we had pretty good view of the parade for just walking up as it was coming i do not recommend that though if you have children or actually want to see it you're gonna have to camp out a while um, but it runs twice. I couldn't tell you which one would be less busy. I would assume three o'clock because you do start losing people in the park in the two o'clock hour. But that's also going to force a lot of people to stick around until three. So I can tell you what time the park's going to really empty out is when that second parade ends. It's going to be a mass exodus of families. Good, because I'll be there in a couple of days. 
So that's when you want to jump in line for a ride. It's right before that second parade ends. Don't get in line after the parade ends because that's when everybody's free to go and get back in line places. So the parades were good. It as much as we do not care about parades at our house, it was nice to see. Yeah, it's welcome good back. to see it it's coming down Main years. Street. It's a headache on getting around the park. It's makes the navigating a mess. I hate waiting for them, but if you like parades, it's good. And there has to be somebody that's like, oh, a parade? We have to look at fire trucks and politicians? It's not that kind of parade. It's Disney characters. I think everyone knows that, Doug. What? That's every parade around here, though. Something else that's back is a lot of people in the hub because they have um, castle shows shows again. Yeah. So Mickey's Magical Friendship Fair is back as of late February, so that's good. I know some people were like, I'm not going back until the castle shows are back. Do you see all the adjectives in that name? So now you know why I think there should be more adjectives in the extra magic morning hour of enchantment. one adjective. Friendship Fair. That sounds like four. Magical is the adjective. Oh. Wow. English is not my strong suit, guys. I'm not editing that out for sure. No, no, all right. (laughs) Let's talk about why it is so busy right now, Doug, and why I am stressed out about the trip you'll be hearing about next week. So just for a frame of reference, there were people that had booked a spring break trip in 2020 that was canceled because the park's closed. Literally, they couldn't go. And then last year in 2021, people that rescheduled from 2020 to 2021 canceled for a number of reasons. There was a spike in cases around spring break. Um, there was still masks had to be worn outside, inside. You know, you left your hotel room, it was on. So a lot of people canceled because that was still a thing. So you had a lot of people cancel 2021 as well and rebook for 2022. And guess what? Now there's no reason not to go really. The only thing that's not back is the dining plan. And some dining and, and some characters. A couple characters. But... Woohoo. I, I mean, we and have And the Disney Visa characters. Sorry, I have to bring that up until Disney brings those back. So, the, so all those people, you had three years worth of spring break trips happening. This is going to be bananas. I am intrigued with how I, I when I go. That, that Through is for Easter, sure. park passes are hard to get, and I don't – if you told me that park passes were out, I would have said they're not limiting anything. I would have said that. Um, thank goodness they are. I I mean, but it 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 is busy. We managed pretty well with Genie Plus and rope dropping, and in the evening, Hollywood Studios, Animal Kingdom, the last couple hours, great reverse rope drops. Right? There's no nighttime entertainment to keep people there. Um, so, yeah, three years of spring breakers all at once. I believe you have some clients that have canceled the last two that are going – like it's the third time's a charm, right? Yep. And if you have clients doing it, that means everyone else does too. Yay. Can't wait. So, all right. Let's talk about where you stayed, Doug. We have not hit that up. You did mention you stayed at the Beach Club. I was there, uh, I don't know, a month ago or so. Uh, how mm-hmm. is it for you guys compared to us? It was good. I loved the room. It was uh, really nice. Um, good location. We weren't too far from the elevator. Uh, we could see fireworks from our little tiny balcony um, over a building. We had a garden view. So very non-McKnight-like room. Wouldn't you say so? Yeah. Probably because it was under your name and not mine. There you go. It was under my name. So it was it was really nice. Um, 
you know, Beach Club's location is so easy to get in and out of Epcot. We did that a couple evenings where we went in and out of Epcot. We it just walked to Hollywood Studios in the morning. That's really the highlight. That for me anyway. Yeah, we've talked about Beach Club before. Yep. Just it's great. Yep. Love it. No problem. All right. Let's talk a little bit about dining and lunch times. So we were hungry early. And at Hollywood Studios, Magic Kingdom, there's only a couple places that open prior to 11. So it it limits your choices. At Hollywood Studios, it's ABC Commissary and Rosie's All-American Cafe. And my children were obnoxious tweens and teens and would only eat chicken nuggets. What? Weird. Yeah. I have eaten at Rosie's All-American Cafe more on this trip than I think all the other trips I've ever taken combined. Twice. I think I've eaten there one time in my Would life. Would you agree with that, Michelle? Yeah, it's weird. But it's the only thing that's open. So the parks are opening early again. Yeah, Pretty park early. hours are back to normal it's or actually earlier. Though, because, you know, 60 days ago, it said they were going to open like the regular times. Like Epcot would open at like 10. Or 11. Yeah, and it opened at 8.30 this trip. So What? Yeah. <laughs> that's weird. That's why, otherwise I would have had a park pass for it. But by the time we got around to actually going, um, I couldn't switch anything. Yeah. We didn't know if we were actually going to go on this trip until about two weeks ago. So yeah, it's a whole different story. Yeah. Different um, story for a different day. Yeah. But the, you got to look at the hours of the restaurants very carefully. Also, like Pizza Rizzo's. We were there on pie day, so I needed some form of pie. So we went with pizza pie. They close at 5, which I don't understand why you stay open until the dinner rush just to close in time for dinner. Makes sense. Yeah, I just don't get it. So, But also knowing how Hollywood Studios empties out, it kind of does. But why not close at like 3? But we had pizza Rizzo's for dinner just before they closed, like, snuck that in there um so that was good but at magic kingdom it was just pico's bills that opened early wasn't it in cosmic rays yeah you could eat at um you could eat a waffle at oh waffle uh why can't I think sleepy of hollow yeah, sleepy hollow um you could have waffles I mean, there's but... never a bad time for waffles yeah true. all right we also ate at satuli's for dinner we I mean, you can hop to Animal Kingdom, just eat at Satuli's and leave, and it was a valuable use of your time. Makes sense. Totally. If there's better was, transportation, that'd be a must every time. That's why you rent a car, just for oh, your hop to Satuli's. All right. Let's 100%. talk about, let's talk about the photo pass. So photo pass is outside, lots of places. They're doing a great job. We got lots of pictures. But they're only with characters at Epcot. It doesn't make sense why Magic Kingdom doesn't have photo pass with the characters. They also, most of them won't take your picture. They either. won't take your phone. The cast, the character handler won't take your picture Germs, for you. COVID. We're still so you pandemic, have to like Doug. talk the person in line behind you into it to take your family's picture. The and other that parks sort of thing. don't have germs. Other parks Just don't Magic have germs. Um, Hollywood Studios, they don't have photo pass, but the character handlers will take your picture with most the phone. Them. Most you of them. They did for one. us. And then at Epcot, they have PhotoPass with Joy and Vanellope and Mickey. And Mickey. I, so it, 
it just is mind-boggling that we have three different parks with character meet and greets doing three different things when it comes to photography. They got It's going to be all robot photography anyway soon enough, Doug. They tried and they it kind of failed. They tried with Chewbacca. It was weird. It, they tried it with Mickey for a little bit too, and it mm-hmm. was not good. So they'll try again. I'm sure they will. All right. Well, it was busy, obviously, and you look like you were really hot, Doug. There was times inside where I got hot. Like, it got into the 80s, but I'm pretty sure Disney is saving money by not turning the AC on because it's getting cold enough overnight to cool it off. Some of the attractions were pretty toasty inside. Um, that was that was common throughout the whole experience. So, yeah, they're, they are definitely skimping on the AC bill right now. In the summer, they don't, but, like, these shoulder seasons weather-wise – um, some of those days where it can get I mean, they're warmer. not making any money right now, so we gotta find ways to cut costs. They're not making any. That's true. Bob did say that, but then he announced we're building a new resort. But I get it; it's different money anyway. But yeah, they're they're pinching their pennies with the AC bill. With the one guy swinging a hammer at Tron, they're saving a oh, lot of no, money. No, no, I know they, you text me. I was excited like about 40, that. Huge construction. Crew now they got to get it going. They have a it's date like, in mind. Here's the deadline, and they were like. You want to win? You've been telling us to stall. And now you you want to win? It was full on. Tons of cement work has been done in the last three months. Lots has gone on in three months. And full crews. Tron is trucking along. Good, good. Awesome. All right. Well, and uh, photo recreation, Doug? Yes. Michelle and Alden have to recreate a photo every now and then at the Imagination Pavilion. I just wanted to sneak this in the show so I can post the picture. Okay. It's almost cute. All right. We will yeah. post that. Anyway, let's talk a little bit more about dining. You went to a restaurant that I've had ADRs for and I haven't gone because it might kill me. You went to Beaches and Cream. No, it won't kill you, Derek. It will kill those around you. That's true. That, that Get it would... straight. Yeah. Want to kill you? Uh, yeah, beaches and cream. Uh, I have no self control, by the way. If there's ice cream in front of me, I will eat it. Yeah, that's not good for anyone. Um, but we all we went in the afternoon. Michelle, Claire, and I. Alden was out for a run. We found it at like ten o'clock that morning or eleven o'clock that morning. You know, we probably got Sarah canceled beaches and cream. So <laughs> I hope fun. she listens. And thank you. The ice cream was wonderful. I got a banana split just for something different. Um, Michelle, you got one of their specialty shakes. Yep. Had like a whole it had a brownie, brownie on, it. on top. Yeah, it was and just a shake. I think Claire won out of all yeah. of us. She got the brownie mudslide Sunday. It looked cool. Well, no, Alden just lost because he chose to go running instead of um instead of eating beaches and cream. Yeah, so we should talk about Alden. Right? Yes, exactly. Why does Let's... he run so much? He's insane. But he ran all three days, so if you're a runner uh, the Beach Club, Boardwalk, Yacht Club area is one of the best places because you can run all the way to Hollywood Studios. He ran about eight miles one day. And that's after rope dropping and doing evening hours. And in and, the heat of the day. And in the heat of the day because he's a teenager. Um, and then his, his advice, if you're going to run, is that there's no shade and there's lots of people to zigzag around. And you need to make sure you wear cool shorts. His words, not mine. Good. He has a lot of really weird shorts that got comments as he was ran, running around. And I believe he did because they're like an inch long and they have money on them or flying pigs. Weird shorts. Kids are weird. 
Yeah, he also wore his USA track hat backwards. We need to get him some rope drop radio running shorts. Ooh, that would be good. That is smart. We'll look into that. Um, but he wore this USA a running billboard for us. Hat. The problem is he's fast. Yeah. Um, if I ran in it, they'd see a lot longer. Um, so he wore this USA track hat backwards, and evidently one little kid said, "Is that guy an Olympian?" Oh, so he thought day. that was yeah. He's pretty excited about that. So there you go. The running update. Always got to keep it going. And I love our listeners who somehow ask us about this and, and talk about it too. So Alden's loving that. Yeah. Uh, there you go. And final thing, Doug, uh, gift cards, mobile orders. What's going on with that? So using gift cards on the mobile order, be ready to input the number because it can time out on you. Oh. It's kind of a pain in the butt to use gift cards with mobile order. We wish there was a way to just preload your account with gift cards. There is not. I put that in the suggestion box before I left. There's not actually a suggestion box at Disney. So you can, you can stop at guest services or at your front desk at your resort and have them load them onto your account. But if you do mobile ordering, it's not actually going to your magic band. So that's not actually going to help you. Yeah. Um, if so, you purchase things in the park and you put it on your magic band, it could go to those gift cards. But um, if you actually want to pay with a gift card to do Disney uh, mobile order for quick service, you're going to have to actually input the number. Um, one trick that I've done with, you know, if you have extra time on the bus or whatever, type in that number in your notes section of your iPhone or Droid. I don't know, even know what it's called. Um, Anywhere you can copy and paste. You can literally copy it and paste it. Um, and just try to remember how much you spent. That's the you have to check the balance on that. But so that works. Just a little heads up. Be prepared to enter it fast, so you don't time out and have to put your whole order in again. Hmm. That's a good tip. I like it. Not mm-hmm. me. I just you know put everything on the old credit card and hope uh, I don't soil myself upon looking at the bill. So here's another tip for you for that. <laughs> I've had a lot of don't clients. Don't look at the bill. No, I've. Oh, oh. that's just yeah. Um, I have lots of clients who don't look at the bill and then they get home and they say, oh my goodness, I have this large charge from Disney. So Disney lumps everything into one one bill if you charge things to your room. That includes like if you're staying at a room, room only reservation, um, your entire room will be on there. Even though you may have, um, you know, already paid for the first night or maybe paid for the whole thing before you actually arrive. It's all going to be lumped down there. So it's going to look like a large charge. Um, you... Really, there's right now. There's no way to get a quick um, itemized statement of your reservation if you don't get it like the day you leave. So um, it might be worth it to stop by the front desk and actually see that in your inbox before you leave. Um, I had um, I got through with one guest services agent the other day, and they said they're about a month or two behind in replying to those emails who want their itemized their itemized. You start charging your magic month or two behind. (laughs) Yeah, they are. They they just they're so swamped by people needing and these. It's just not a priority for them. And the phone they line have is, their money. The phone line is. Three, hey Doug, I'm in a lot of tooth pain. Long. Are you a month or two behind, or not gonna be able to see me? No, it'd be more like I'd see you. You pay, and then you're like, "Hey, I'm not. You asked for this much money. I'm not sure what it's all for. Like, uh, we'll tell you in a couple months." Okay. But I already have your Weird. money, so I don't care. No, okay, so anyway, that's a good point. Just, just be aware. Good to know. Yeah. Good to know. Ask for, if you're using your magic band a lot, just ask for that itemized bill the last day or when you check out. So there you go. 
Sounds like a good trip. Short, sweet, to the point. I'm excited to hear more about Branson on the Patreon. But, Michelle, it is busy right now. And uh, let's talk about what is booking looking like and how people can uh, get a trip with you. So it is very busy this spring. And I imagine it's going to be stay busy all year. So you're going to need to make your park passes very early because there's already some days in April that are selling out for the parks. Um, so I highly suggest, you know, booking early. If you're thinking about summer or fall, now is the time to book. Um, we can only book packages through 2022. I can only say this so many times. Um, 2023, the only thing we can book for Walt Disney World is room only. If you want to add packages to that later, you are going to have to cancel and rebook. That means a refund of that deposit and pay a new deposit. So why do it? Well, some of the hotels or some of the resorts um, on property, you know, if you want a certain room category and it's hard to get, if you're like going marathon weekend. Okay. Um, I've, seen some, I've seen some room categories for marathon weekend sell out. That does not mean you need to book it if you're not, you know, if you have, if you not going to stay at like contemporary club level theme park view or something like that, you know, something special. Um, my poly bungalow. Yep. That would be a good one. Okay. Um, that we're but, doing on a rope drop radio trip. Got it. But honestly, I don't necessarily recommend it because you're going to have to cancel and you're going to have to rebook uh, if you want to add tickets. If you already have what? tickets or you don't plan to get tickets through me. If I'm or in a poly bungalow. Agent. I'm not getting tickets. I'm just staying in the bungalow. <laughs> that would be a good plan too. Yeah. So, um, but I know I do not know when 2023 is going to come out. I would imagine this summer like it has every other year except for last year. Hey, so, when's 2023 coming out? I'm not going to talk to Doug about 2023. Okay. So, also, I do not know when Dis Disney Cruise Line is going to release, release summer of 2023. You mean the prediction of like a month ago is not right? Nope, not right. <laughs> um, I hope it's not for a few more weeks because Disney IT does not have their... Uh, self together yet for Disney Cruise Line. Wait, oh, I've heard wait. great stories. Yes, I have a million stories I could tell you, but uh, average wait time is about two to three hours right now. I think if you can get in the queue. I think Disney IT for the cruise, they're doing all their updates from sea and using the speed at which Disney Internet. Well, no, works it's on all the. Uh, they were using all the workers from Tron on the IT department. Now that oh. Tron's building again, all the workers had to go build at Tron. So those forty Finite guys number. that kind of bounce around. Yep. Finite number. Yep. I yeah sure. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's it. Just you got to book a trip, get on Michelle's email list early, and uh, she will definitely help book you up. She has got our trips and stuff, and she is wonderful and amazing to work with. Love working with you, Michelle, and thank you for being on the show because, Doug, almost every other review is like, bring Michelle back on. No one wants Correct. to listen to us. True. Very true. Yeah, so we'll have to have you back on again. But we have to get to the Patreon episode, which means if you want to hear more about Michelle and Branson, you're going to have to go in the show notes and uh, check that out to support the show. And uh, also her email will be in the show notes as well. And be sure to follow us at Rope Drop Radio and all the things to get more of Doug's trip and then my trip that you'll be hearing about next week. So for Michelle and Doug, I'm Derek. You've been listening to Rope Drop Radio.